to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and start the show. Gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. Correct, you are listening, and this is a new episode. No, you are not falling into the matrix or something. We are truly, indeed, back to talk all things Club America. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, these guys are just gonna come, and then they're just gonna leave me, and they're just gonna just disappear again. And whilst that may be possible, we are gonna try to make sure that that does not ever happen again. We're gonna try to stay as consistent as possible. And uh, we're just excited to be back. We've tweaked uh, a couple of things, one of them being the fact that this is now a pre-recorded episode rather than going live how we usually used to do it. Uh, that just helps a little bit with the time schedule and everything. But you guys are going to hear more from us. You guys are going to see a little bit more. Uh, we're going to have a recap episode. We're going to have a preview episode. So that way you guys have content to push you guys throughout the week. Now that I've gotten all of that out of the way, let me introduce, as always, my beloved co-host, the duo from New York City. It is none other than Christian Rosento and AJ. How are we, gentlemen? Doing well, doing well. Excuse me if I'm a little choppy today. I'm having internet issues, but I had to make the commitment to be on the return show. Um, it's been it's been a while. Uh, like I've been said, we're gonna try to stay as consistent as possible. Uh, we may get into a little bit of why the 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 little hiatus happened. Um, but just know that we are trying our best to make this happen for you guys. And I'm just excited to be back talking about Cuba America. That's right. And AJ, how are we doing on your side? Doing good. I graduated from the time we went on hiatus. So there's that. Um, this feels good to be back. It's been quite a hot minute since we last recorded an episode on here. But all in all, doing good. It definitely has been. A lot, a lot has gone. These guys have gone through a lot of lives. Uh, AJ is now fathering seven children. Um <laughs> Christian is 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 uh he's in trouble with the tax with with um with the IRS so we got a lot going on right now so but it's it's fun it's good to be back and uh, gentlemen talking about something new and and upcoming we have a debut today on the podcast is is someone that we announced a while back that he was joining the team and whenever we did come back he wasn't able to hop onto the podcast then but making his debut today is none other than uh Chris Chris Rivera Chris how are you brother this is not even my debut. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> that's how. That's how. That's how long been, you've been out for. Then my redebut. <laughs> this is yeah. Yeah. This if the first one didn't count. This is the second one. Yeah, everything's good, bro. Everything's good. Really hot as we live in the same area. So yeah, yeah, it's ridiculously it's, hot right now. Anyone, well, everyone's going into fall. We're starting our real summer. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. So anyone in the California region, and you're you're bearing with this heat. Uh, no, you're not alone. We are dying over here, so I don't know. You, you guys over there in the East Coast are probably having it nice right now. It's hot right now. Yeah, honestly, like summer doesn't really end yet, but like, yeah, it's still disgusting outside, humid. I'm ready for the fall, though. I love the fall Facts. and the winter. Same, same. Likewise, I'm. You see me at Starbucks getting my uh, caramel macchiato, or the pumpkin spice, or the pumpkin spice because it's back. So. It's going to be but, hot uh, until November. <laughs> yeah, no, this heat, this heat lingers, and that's the, that's, that's the most terrible thing about it. But um, 
yeah, well, thank you to our to our listeners who are tuned into our weather service channel. Um, and and now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's talk uh, all things America, boys. As, as America has made it lucky number seven now, seven wins in a row for an Americanismo that started off the season on a little bit of a rough patch. And Chris, I think you uh, alluded to it whenever we talk about it. It was maybe due to the fact that you know preseason had to be cut short, and then we had uh, you know meaningless friendlies that were thrown in in between uh, that really kind of halted the process for for Tano but at, at the end of the day uh, they've picked a form and everything so how, how are you seeing this America side now just how I expected it to be once uh, those friendlies were over I'm a big fan of Tano and I was very defensive when you guys were saying in our group chat oh it's time to get rid of him to me it's just the right play the right style of play I think if you look at our offense, it's probably the best offense we've had since I don't even know when, bro. Like, it's really, really good. We could have, not to get too far ahead, but we could have beaten this Tigre side by multiple more, like multiple goals if we wanted to. You know, like, I'm just really happy with how I'm seeing this team play. Yeah, and and a lot of people are alluding to that and and i think a lot of us were saying the same thing even when tano started picking things up uh in his first you know tenure his first uh season with the club you know they were in the rut they were he was able to make them you know play much better offensively defensively it was just a much well-rounded team overall so i'm not going to lie to you i was one of those guys who said fuera tano but he's convinced me to you know keep him still but he's 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 got to do exactly what any manager in America's got to do and he's got to deliver and that's only with a championship title um because i think you're 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 right chris offensively we have a really good attack but i would even argue we have a well-rounded squad overall i think we have depth in every aspect of the field maybe potentially right back is what we lack a little bit but i think we still have someone that can come in and do the job um as far as where i look everywhere else out on the pitch i think depth wise this is a good america side and let's be honest if if it wasn't the case i mean this next month is really going to challenge us because there are very very uh few little days that these players are going to have a rest and it's going to be a lot of games that are going to be played within that time period but AJ talk to me a little bit more about this America side seven wins in a row things are looking to be on the up and up we are officially are we still top of the league hold on let me check that right now yep uh, if not I'll then we're sitting league. second we're still, still on top, top of the yep then look at that we're still on top you know with one game in hand things are looking all right yeah no uh, first, like everyone every making this get ready to bit of a bumpy start we were already being really worried and we're already pressing that panic button where say yeah we want Tano out because let's be real you're playing in a league where if you get the results immediately when you are imagining a big club in Mexico you want them out already it's done I guess it was really all about patience really see how how um, long it would take for this America side to finally flourish and find their form and after the friendlies we had against Chelsea Man City and Real Madrid, it seems th- things just picked up from there at that point. And we find our forms like here winning seven games in a row. This team is starting to perform the way I'm, a lot of Americanists have wanted this team to perform under Tunnel. And all in all, Americanists are looking really optimistic right now. And many are even saying at this point, I think this could be the squad to finally 
left up the 14th title. And we just need to keep continuing our good run of form. And just all in all, just keep doing what we're doing out here on the pitch. It's pulling for a full 90 minutes, scoring goals, and getting the wins. Agreed, agreed. Christian, we've been in this boat before, right? Um, we've, we've had a bunch of hubris uh, feelings where we thought, well, we're on top of the world and no one's going to stop us. I mean, just take you back a couple of years back with Solari and his, you know, winning era where granted it wasn't as pretty as this Tano side, but we were on top of the world still saying, you know, we were top of the table or at least second place, or, you know, we would have had the lead, the, the league leadership if it wasn't for that game against Atlas. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, we've been here before. America has been in, in, in this situation countless of times, but what's, what's, what do you think is different about this one that might potentially convince the rest of us that this could be the season? It's just the simple fact that these players are behind Tano and what he believes in. Um, we've seen them multiple times, multiple players expressing themselves, how they enjoy the style of play that they're doing, and just they believe in what Tano's trying to do. Um, and I think it's captured, you know, a majority of the fans. Um, and like AJ said, everyone believes that this could be the season to lift to 14th. Including me, since I already put money on it that we're going to win the league. So it better happen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. Well, l- let's talk a little bit more about this Tigres game since that's exactly what we came to do here to, to recap that game. It was a 2-1 overall victory. I mean, Chris, you alluded to it. Could have had a couple more chances. Uh, do you think uh, it was just poor finishing? Or, or, or why do you think that that scoreline wasn't bigger than what it actually should have been? I think it is just adjusted. If you look at the second half, it looked like we were asleep, you know, and it was just one of those things where we just couldn't find a way through. That Sendeja's goal that they took away was a beauty, though. And It was. And I think one thing that we need to highlight, too, is, you know, Vinyas was part of every... Yeah, everyone know, everyone that knows me knows I slander Vinyas a lot, but let's give props where, where, where it's due, you know? Like, he was part of every goal, even that goal that didn't count. And it goes back to what we were talking about, death. You know, it's it, this, it's, it's good that if Henry goes down or anything happens, you know, knock on wood, but at least we have someone there that could at least provide in that way. And I think yeah. it was just simply, they get us adjusted. That second half, I mean, Dylan said it in, in our group chat, it was, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> and that's really how that second half was. It was just very, you know, for, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean... <sighs> You can't you, you can't knock the team on that. I mean, you can, and I, and I am a bit, but yeah, it's been a lot of games in a short period of time, and with the way that we play, it's uh, it's 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 I would imagine exhausting having to go the full ninety minutes with that kind of rhythm, you know. But uh, you know, credit to the team. You know, part part of the things that a lot of people say, a, a good team knows how to manage the game and knows how to manage it properly. And I think an America side that can hold off even for a one uh, a one goal victory uh, against a very good opposition because let's say let's face it, Tigres was going to be our kind of big test coming into this. Um, they did well. They did well. And AJ, I don't know if you have any caveats about this game, but I think overall it, it was impressive to see that this America side, at least for the first forty five minutes, was able to, you know, play a well rounded game. Oh, of course. Especially we scored in what fifty six seconds from the get go. We that good. that was that was very good. Something that you don't really see that much from an America side. Usually takes us like a couple of minutes or so to adjust and get our goal. But for us to score 
in those opening minutes, it gave everyone the indication it's going to be a goal fest. But as soon as um, Diggs responded back with the goal of their own in the ninth minute, they're for there. It's like, okay, it's back to square one. Let's see how we're going to turn things around, which we did eventually in the first half, right before the second half ended. Sendejas scored a great goal, ended up getting, uh, ended up getting Diego raised the goal face plant on the floor, which was great to see. Uh, but from there on, yeah, second half, um, it was tough. As Chris mentioned, Diggs adjusted. They were fighting for that second goal. But Ameka did everything to their ability to prevent that second goal from Tigas ever happening. It got more scrappy than anything, in all honesty. The Tigas were making the substitutes that, that they needed in order to get themselves back into this match. But all in all, Ameka did their homework. And at the very end, they they won at home and grabbed all three points. Also really love the celebrations now that they do whenever... Uh, a goal is scored by America. They get the little nightlight show and the flames going. Oh, the little, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I like that now, especially the pyrotechnics. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's a nice added to the show. I think mm-hmm. the Azteca needed a little something to make it look a little bit more. It gives me very much Seattle Sounder vibes. I don't know if you've seen whenever they play and they score, the like the fire comes out and stuff like that. Yeah, so, rebels do but, rebels do that too, and you yeah. get a little squitter um night show nightlight shows as well. So. There's it's that. just an added to the atmosphere, I guess you mm-hmm. can say. But overall, like you mentioned, AJ, pretty pretty well, pretty well. And Christian, I mean, who's to say that we weren't spoiled for a goal fest? I mean, you're looking at this America side. 21 goals have been scored in total since uh, that tragic defeat to Leon in league play. I mean, that's that 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 shows that there's some consistency up front, which is something that we haven't had in a bit. Like yeah. Chris alluded to, we have uh, you know a, probably the best attack. We, we've had in the past couple of years um and overall it's just you know it, it seems like this seems flying right now yeah and it's uh, due to the fact that people are picking up their form at the beginning of the season we kind of saw cabecita you know not really coming to himself just yet um just being out of game rhythm um diego valdez wasn't the same valdez that we all hoped and pray now starting to slowly get back into that determining factor up front and of course, our top goal scorer, Henry Martin. Who would have ever thought that we could be sitting right now and he is the league, uh, league leading goal scorer? Um, and to to have something like that in America, which we haven't had in years, um, to say that we have the top goal scorer on our team is definitely an added Oof. bonus. Um, and it it just all these parts are going to be fundamental going forward. Um, to close out the season strong because we still have a good good amount of games left. Um, with some good opponents still, so it's time to really, really like come together. Um, and be sure that we're ready for playoffs. Yeah, this is this is still uh, in the long stretch of things, right? But but overall, this America side is looking good. I, we're talking about a team that you know, in Tigres, that we're we're coming up. They were doing their thing, and we were able to you know stop them at our, our at our grounds. Sure, it was a tale of two halves, which is something that we don't like to really talk about or hear. But at the end of the day, I, like I said, I think if we try to look at it from a positive perspective, it's more about managing a game rather than, you know, scoring seven goals, you know, which is something that I think now every Americanista is going to have to be a little bit, you know. I mean, let's face it now, we're, we're, after that scoreline, we were spoiled. So now we're going to continuously think that this America side can do it. And, and they can. It's just, you know them having and, and the will to actually go about it and, and and do it all but christian you mentioned that you know there's a lot of good opponents coming up in a bit and such a short period of time 
Do you think the beginning of the season where we saw a bunch of America games within a span of a couple of days is going to prove to be beneficiary to this side because they're going to have more of that rhythm and accustomed to to end the season like that? Or do you think it's going to hinder the way it did at the uh, beginning of the season for us? So I'm I'm a I'm a strong believer in you know all good things must come to an end and what I would love to end the season on a winning streak there is going to be a couple of games like that Querétaro game like there're going to be games where like we're just look sloppy from all fronts and you're thinking to yourself well this is going to be the game that you know we potentially lose or draw but um I'm I'm looking I I think this week we should be okay um, even though we have a game tomorrow, then we have another one Friday. If I'm, if I'm, am I correct on that? Yeah, you're correct. Nakaxa is right. Yeah, Sorry. so maybe, maybe this could be the week too. Uh, that's one. That's only two days of rest before we we have to go again. Um, and these games are away as well, right? Now San Luis is home. That's tomorrow. That's and tomorrow then Nakaxa is Friday, and that's the one that I'm worried about, to be honest. Right. Exactly. So, and you know, it's Friday night games aren't really nice to us anyway. So, no. you know, we got to see. And we just got to hope that uh, Dano also rotates. Like Chris said, I love our starting 11 that we have now. I love that he always puts them out because it is the strongest 11 we do have. But we do have the luxury of having players that can come in and do, do, do the same job. So, you know, a bit of rotation this week is definitely expected. Um, I just hope that the team keeps up uh, the good form. No, yeah, understandable. Um, I think we've talked very much highly of this team already. Let's 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 take a step back now. Go back to this Tigres game because there's something I wanted to allude to. I, I, I we talked about a very good defense. I mean, uh, sorry, a very good offense, but we haven't really highlighted how well of a defense this Atano side has constructed. I mean, I'm looking back at the stats. You're looking at one, two, three, four, four clean sheets since the loss to Leon, and a total of. Four goals received in what? One, two, three, four, five, six, in seven matches, right? Four goals in seven matches. That is ridiculous, AJ. So defensively speaking, we're, we're talking about a good defensive side in America. But some of the goals we do concede, though, I'm thinking to myself, well, we could have somehow prevented that. I mean, you're looking at the goal that Tigres scored, right? The rebuttal to, to Cabecita's goal. Lara's got to be picking up Gignac in that far side. And he is in, in a, he's just, well, he's caught ball watching, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Emilio Lara, outstanding um, player from America this season, coming from the ranks of the academy. Great guy. But yeah, it's just those instances that he needs to like pick up on his game. It's marking your man because there's times like that, like you mentioned, that Gignac um, goal could have been prevented if he just looked back and just stayed put to where Gignac goes with that ball because you give him that much space to Gignac, he's going to punch you. It's exactly what happened. It's one of those instances where it's like, yeah, I know he's still young. He's going to learn along the way. But like in a game like this, like which it was a big game for America. It was like, it's like one of their big tests this season. You can't allow things like that to happen, especially when it comes to Ligia. You definitely do not want that to happen. So for Lauderdale, Oh no, really, that's just like the only more I really had to point out where he just did not um step up to the play on the occasion where we need him to. It's those instances where if a goal like that had scored, it really could have changed the tie of the game, which it did in that moment. It was tied up again. America then had to had to go right back to score and figure out, okay, how are we gonna score our second goal this time around? 
But all in all, as the defense as a whole, really great though. To only concede four goals in seven games, if I remember correctly, like you said, Ivan, we're yep. also one of the top teams in goals least conceded with 11. We're tied, I think, with Rayels and maybe another team. Could, could be wrong. But all in all, credit to all these players, especially with the defense like this, when you're looking at two guys like Bruno Valdez and Sebas Casas, guys that have been slandered by the Americanismo from seasons, always constantly want them out. But see now how they're performing under Tano and how we're able to keep such a consistent um performance in the defense, especially Correto Ochoa as well with making great saves. And there's even nice where he doesn't even have to do much. It's really just either just having to mm-hmm. punt the ball or just take the goal kick. Really, that's about it. So in all in all, really outstanding performance by um the defense throughout this entire season. And one of the guys I'm definitely going to be rooting for a lot, um, Emilio Rara. Just pick up those little mistakes and improve on them. And on all you got that right back position right there. Maybe not for long. He could be sold in the near future. But for now, just got to enjoy Emilio Lai while he's at the club. No, most definitely. Most definitely. And Chris, you're, you've been someone that has spoken about this defense whenever we've talked about it. And, you know, you've mentioned that the best partnership that we have is um, Nestor with with, with Sebas. Uh, how did you look at the, this this defense uh tactic on on Saturday against Tigres because he mentioned it you know we we were able to sit back in a second half and be a little bit dull but you know we we maybe bend it a little bit but we never really broke I think we needed to work on set pieces on defending them because there is a couple headers that Gignac if he headed it right it's a goal and that's my only concern is that I'm still very Iffy when it comes to Bruno and Cáceres when they start. If you put Araujo in with any of them, I think we're good. But if something happens and we have to have them too, I just I'm not that confident. I'm not being honest. And that's that's well understandable. But like I said, at the end of the day, though, and then like AJ mentioned that you know two players that have been heavily criticized and and rightfully so by the Americanismo. Uh, two players that are holding it down in the meantime. And, you know, at, at first, when we originally thought all was well with those players, that they would be the center-back partnership. Um, now, of course, we want Araujo there with, with anybody else. But, you know, they're, 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 doing, they're doing fairly well. And yeah. I, that's, that's all we can ever ask for right now. And like Christian said, you know, we got to keep it going and, and finish strong the season with, um, with these heavy rotations that are... I mean, they're going to happen. I mean, you know, injuries are bound to happen. But we alluded to the depth is something that could give us a, a very good, comfortable kind of position. Isn't Richard Sanchez injured? Richard, yes. Yes. Hey, Richard Bruno, is out. Too. He got, he, he was injured as well in that game. So that for um, Marajo. Mm-hmm. And then... um but who else is out? So who would you guys rather see, Aquino or or Jonah? Um, I mean they're both very defensive. Yeah, yeah. it just varies. It just I, varies because Pedro could be a bit of a hothead at times. So if you were to get that, a yellow card from the get go, that's not good because that this one we're gonna either need to play more cautiously or you have to sell him out. Jonah, ahead, not as much as a hothead, and. Just more stays back rather than Akio, who can also defend and attack if needed. So it just varies on 
the game. I mean, plan. personally, for me, I, I I like Jonah's uh ability on the ball much better than I do Aquino's. Mm-hmm. I think Jonah um, can go forward better than Aquino. So yeah. that could be a, a, an added positive as well. Yeah. I mean, because Jonah could definitely be very box to box in that okay. sense. Mm-hmm. And so I, 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 I like, I like him on the ball. I think Pedro Aquino sometimes makes a little bit countless mistakes when passing. I mean, you saw it all the time with, uh, especially in those friendlies, like he was giving up the ball in our half in terrible positions to be giving the ball away. And then now you're stuck frantically, you know, trying to win that ball back. And it's, it's not a good position to be in. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I would like to have Jonah instead of Pedro. In, in that position but it's not to say that neither of them can do the job which i'm sure they can you know right it's mm-hmm. just and and i mean granted more so now with the competition being so tough you would imagine whoever gets playing time is gonna want to secure a spot you know because i think i think the squad very well knows who's the starters and who has a substitute role and i think it's just it's it's a battle out there to see who can finish in the best form because they know that Ligia, at the end of the day, AJ is nothing but, you know, uh, how you're coming into it. Mm-hmm. So, we'll have to wait and see. What is, the, what is the points that you officially need to get in order to, quote-unquote, be qualified for Ligia? Is it 28? Ye- I want to say, right? I really want... I yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Around, it's around 28. Yeah, around the 28 mark. Mm-hmm. So, technically, with a win against San Luis, we would be, quote-unquote, in in the league, yeah. If we secure, if we're securing the top four position, yeah. My guess in terms of league, yeah, yes. But top four, I think we would need maybe like another win or two to then fully secure our spot. We don't have to play in repechaje. So, yeah, no, yeah. To fully secure top top four, you need I, at least three more victories. I think it's important okay. we secure one or two, just so we get home field advantage up until. I want one. I want first place. I want first place as well. First place is, is definitely doable for this squad. And definitely possible. Yes. Yes. And I, I want it because I want full home court advantage throughout yes. the entirety of the league. Yeah. There's no way, no hiccups possible. So I want first place. And well, like you said, Christian, it's very much doable in that in that aspect. So um, anything else you guys want to add on in regards to this uh, America Tigres game? Uh, it was nice that America did a, a little recognition to Guillermo Ochoa, who was out there with his family for officially being the goalkeeper with the most clean sheets in the history of America. Wow. Which, funny enough, Chris, uh, you know, they always say that Ochoa is the most scored on goalkeeper, but yet he was able to achieve something that, you know, no other goalkeeper has. Yeah. You know, when Corona's the most scored goalkeeper in the league. But. <laughs> yeah that was I'll leave, I'll leave it as that I'll leave it as that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah indeed indeed um, also nice to see that orange kit again the uh, carrot oh I yeah. love it <laughs> it's this nice I, I, I don't know and I'm not a big fan of like those bright orangey colors but it's, well you're gonna buy it. it but I'm gonna buy it if I, if I find it at the Pulga you know it's, it's some of the Ocho vibes bro when they had oh, those, yes. Had those kids. No, oh, yes. It reminds me of the, mm-hmm. the third kit that that's, we got last time, that's right? That's really what I said to my mom. I saw the jersey on my style with the Locho. That's what I always thinking of from the get-go mm-hmm. when I saw that. And, and Locho and that looking it. like a carrot. That's the other thing I thought about. He looked like oh, a carrot. Oh, the curl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That one's good. 
Uh, well, it's fine. Finally, America is able to, you know, have a trial play with the actual uh, goalkeeper kits for this season. He was using, mm-hmm. uh, and, the, and the ladies are still using the ones from last season too, which, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is what's there, going is there on a backstory there. to that? I, 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 I don't know. I, I got to do more digging into that, but I, I want to say that there was uh, a shortage in, in, in production line for Nike because you're looking at the, because the players and, and, Whoever follows me on Twitter knows that I was talking about this the first couple of weeks that they were playing. And the players were using the fan version jerseys for mm-hmm. a good chunk. Actually, the last game we used them was against Real Madrid. Against Real Madrid was the last time we used, uh, you know, fan jerseys. And then mm-hmm. uh, we officially started using the authentic player kits uh, the following game after that. So, and the authentic version isn't available for purchase for America. So there is, I don't know if there was a shortage in Mexico for, for um, Nike, which has caused a delay, which, I mean, you're talking about everywhere else in the world, Barcelona, Liverpool, you know, PSG, all those have the authentic kits available for purchase and their players did not have to use the $90 jersey to play their games. So... Uh, I think there was a production line issue right there. I mean, I have to do more of a digging, but that's my incline. My hunch is is that's the case. And I mean, Mexico is, you know, always had its issues. So I, I think that's in in a sense why the uh, the kit delay was was in that sense. And I I don't know, you know, Charles taking him doce jornadas to finally use his own kit. Uh, which I'm assuming the ladies probably will get their own next next game, AJ. So should be we'll, by then. We'll see what happens, but uh, yeah, interesting stuff there. Uh, but I mean, that pretty much wraps it up for America. Two to one against Tigres, a good opposition that America was able to kind of come back to. And, and I, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but there was a lot, a lot of slander on Cordoba. And I saw a video of people that were at the stadium, <laughs> and they were just telling him off. And I was like, Jesus. That My is, man uh, was watching Fidalgo's back the whole game. <laughs> <clears throat> to Idolo at that point. He's like, that's why I yeah. aspired to be. It was it was great. Fidalgo had a monster game, by the way. Oh, he my did. God, bro. He is monster in game. incredible form. Yeah. Really I really is. hope he doesn't want to go back to Europe. I hope he just says, hey, I, I'm, I hope he I'm says European, I will become the America dream. Idolo. Exactly. Yeah. Could. Could Fidalgo? Okay, let me let me let me put a big what if out there. Could Fidalgo aspire to even live in half of Carlos Reynoso's shoes since he is porting that number eight? I if think he, it's way it, too early. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, like that's, that. that's early. He's got to like... But, but I, I will say one thing, though. I can't find an Americanista who doesn't like Fidalgo. And that's a good start. That's a good uh-huh. start. You know, you know. You'd be surprised. I've I've seen I've seen it. You've seen a couple. I've seen a couple. It's that weird. was me. I I'll admit that was me at first. He was making some mistakes. I said they call him El Mago for a reason. He's a magician that could disappear when we need him the most, and that dude is just gone for the match. I didn't like him during his Solari time because it was all passing back, and I thought we were we're we're being possessive. So was like we, we yeah yeah we weren't like the most exciting side to watch under Solari, despite us like. Securing like top fours all the time. Yeah, we were not fun to watch though. So, but I so, think now he's taking on that new role and a new position because under Solari he was a cam, and yeah. now he's a center mid. He's and an eight. It's, and it's funny if Cordova stays, he they would have been on the field together. If we're being honest, 
We probably don't yeah, even bring. He would have been the camp. He would have been the camp yeah. right there. But he he used to play CM for for Castilla though, and that that's where he really shined. Mm-hmm. So I I think he's 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 loving it under Thanos. Let's be honest. He loves you know? it. Everyone he's is loving though. it. Look at yeah, the celebration. You know, yeah, after, yeah. after the and whole that's something that maybe thing. we we didn't highlight enough too in this game. I mean, had a tremendous goal that was rolled offside, and then he his second goal, which uh, was phenomenal. That ball was going in regardless of whether mm-hmm. that yeah. that defender touches it or not. That that was a little bit harsh to give it as an own goal. But and for Tigres fans, it wasn't a red. I've, no, I've, it wasn't I've seen them be very loud on social media saying that Definitely oh, it's not America. A that's not a red. I not the, the yellow, the yellow was justifiable. Yes. That's okay, but definitely not a red. It was no intent. It was nasty, but it was a slip. It was he touched the ball and the ball made him slip. That's not. Yeah, there was no. Yeah, there was no. There was no intent on him wanting to actually step in it. No. Yeah. You see, his eyes the whole time were on the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this is one of those you know harsh tackles that you, it sure some people see it borderline, but at the end of the day, you can't expel him for something like that. You know. Mm-hmm. And the kid's living life right now, you know? Sandejas is living it up. He's exactly what everyone pertain, uh, wanted him to be. He's starting to shine. Um, and I think he still has a lot more to give. Let's be honest. I think yeah. he still has a lot Even more, more so now that we acquired Brian Rodriguez. So he has to have another fire lit up, lit under him yeah. to keep up the good form. And we haven't even talked about Roger and Brian coming in too. Like we right. They're basically, the they're basically two new, two new reforzos if you bring yeah. here. Yeah. So it it should be good and and look they're gonna have playing time because the amount of matches we're getting in the next yeah. is ridiculous. Hundred percent. So they're gonna have minutes, but it's like so, can they respond when they get the minutes? That's the real question. That's the truth. And but it, you know if you're saying that because you're looking at it, you're like man, I'm I'm good I'm doing good I I gotta stay better. And you know what I think he has a chip on his shoulder. He wants to go to the World Cup. Well, for yeah, who is the question? <laughs> With who? That's the question. I, I think it is from Mexico. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw what yeah. they reported. It was that the Mexican Federation gave him a paper and said, sign this. Yeah, he had to he, sign this. He was going inside the bus. And he was like, well, can I have time to read it? And they took that as him saying, I'm not going to sign it. The one, Yeah, the one-time file switch thing. Yeah, yeah for the one-time switch, right. But it was like while he was going inside the bus. And it's like, come on. And people are questioning if that's true. Like, why would he lie to? You know, like. Yeah. No, I, I I think, and let's be honest, like he is, he's probably our best right winger for right now. I mean, he's up there with Diego Linus for competition as to who could fill that spot. You're not going to tell me that anyone oh, else yeah. is mm-hmm. more capable of filling in the shoes. Yeah, that, no. that and with all beating. these injuries happening now. Yeah. yeah. So the perfect time for him. If, if you're the Federation, you're not going to be stupid about it. I mean, let me not say that because this is very questionable. Uh, decisions that have been made with this, yeah, no, uh, they're, they're with terrible. This, tenure of Tata this, this World Cup is looking less and less like, like I'm losing hope literally by the second. Yeah, but it's okay because it's it's more about America. Let's send America to the World Cup instead. <laughs> exactly. I'm down, I mean, bro. hey, we did that at one point when we won that. Yeah. we won the chip. The twenty fourteen. Yeah, just sent like eight players. Are like, yeah, you're in the starting eleven. You're playing. Look at that. I mean, I sh- I, I still don't see why you. people don't say Luis Fuentes for left back. He's got it all. It's just the age, age and pace. That's like it's the just the age that's against them. So like, let's yeah. be honest. Like if you watch even like Artiaga, it doesn't really stand yeah. out. He's not shining anymore like he used to. Yeah. I'm just saying. 
Just send America instead, and you have a much better World Cup. <laughs> what I'm saying. But um, and then Fidalgo right, should stay in Mexico, get his citizenship, and play for Mexico. <laughs> I think what it, he's in his second year, right? Yes. Uh, living third, in the country. I think it's his third year, if I'm not mistaken. He came in 2020, no? Yo, we've been so lost with yeah. time. So it's like... two years. So it's oh, two years. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think he needs to live there for another two. I think it's four years, and then you can get your citizenship. Maybe 27 by then. Oh, that's prime Fidalgo. Yeah. But we, we, we got to check out the stats on that because I don't know if that's correct. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I was going to Google it, but I was like, it's going to take a minute because I got to read. Um, but hey, maybe it's doable. Hey, and you know what? Fidalgo doesn't even look that old. I always thought he was younger. Yeah, he has a baby face. He's that that's baby why. face. Yeah. He does have yeah. a baby face. How old is he? 25? 25. Yeah. yeah. So he's around the same age as Sendejas. Yep. Sinesa doesn't even look that old either. Honestly, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. I thought this dude was like in his like early twenties. Yeah. Dang. But hey, that's good. They're they're coming up in in, in the right time, and hopefully they peak with America. You know, hopefully. there's no reason to go to Europe. You have it all in America and everything in Mexico City. What more could you want? You know. Like I said earlier, he's European. Why would he want to go back home? Exactly. Right look at Guinea. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he, right, loves Mexico. he loves he's loves Mexican. It. We claimed we claimed them. Mexico claimed he him. He's like, yeah, I'm Mexican, I'm Mexican now. So his <laughs> son is Mexican. Mexican. So. Exactly. Look, there you go. Yeah. Well, that what a generational talent is to come. Then hopefully, we'll see. Hey, talking about that, does anyone know what happened to uh, Chucho's kid? Is he still at uh, in Las Fuerzas Básicas de la América? Um, last time I remember, I think, he, I, think, I think he's back in Ecuador, if I remember correctly. He was in Ecuador again, but I do remember he was playing for um, Santos. But, hey, you're, he's always got a place back in America. So, Fuerza Basicas, welcome back. Yeah, yeah and, then, and then it looks like Otomo Blanco's youngest son is going to be the one son he actually got that wants to play soccer. So, oh, yeah. The one, yeah, that he, the one that he took take to the stadium with his like, little curly hair. It looks like more. He's like at the games a lot. He is. Uh, well, he, I think I think that's something we like probably have to follow with. Like, maybe he's gonna have a role, you know, because he's at the game a lot. He's in the locker room. A yeah, lot. more like, recently than 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 before, to be honest. I would love for Cotobanco to have a place in 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 the front office for America. Well, not the front office, but like in the, at the in club. the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the club, have a, have an important role at the club. Because you need that sometimes, you know, you need you need someone to be able to shake it up. Uh, I, look at Tena whenever he was with the Fuerzas Básicas, right? Yeah. We did a really good job. And that'll be the biggest impact of anything. It'd be the yeah. probably Yo, the imagine, <laughs> I can picture Tena getting upset at Bruno Cáceres and oh, uh, for messing up. Um, they'll never be the same. They'll, like, they'll never want to make another mistake. <laughs> Yeah, and, and sometimes you need that strong character in, in, of course. in, in not just in the locker room, but I think in the presence of, of the clubs to be like, hey, look, you know, don't don't fuck it up or else I'll fucking kick your ass. <laughs> and you look at Tano at his age, Jesus, that man is ripped. So I, whoever tries to go toe-to-toe with that man, good luck, because that you are coming out the other end. <laughs> so, but overall, you know, it was a good result for America. Seven wins in a row now. Uh Things are looking on the up and up 
now it's just consistently staying with this rhythm, right? So let's let's see what happens. We have San Luis up next, which is tomorrow. So if you guys are listening to this today and or tomorrow morning, um, we have an important game against San Luis. Gentlemen, if you had to give me a quick kind of preview in regards to that game, um, how do you guys see this America side going up against San Luis in such a short period of time? I think we're going to see our, our starters minus re- Richard, right? That's probably going to be the, the move. I agree. And, and you know, it should be. You're at home. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was away for some reason. So that's, what, that's why I alluded to in the, in the, when I made my first comment. I thought both games were away. Yeah. No, but it's home. It's good. It's good that we have the home game. So, yes, I agree with Chris. I think starters tomorrow and then rotations on Friday. Okay. Saturday. Friday, it's Necaxa. I was Yes, it's a Saturday game. Y'all keep saying Friday, but I have it here as as um as Friday. Chris, it's can you sad. confirm? Saturday or Friday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Let I have it right here. On, on I thought it was Friday too. It's Saturday. Yeah, yeah. It, um, that's all I was saying. I'm like, it's Saturday, Chris. Can you can you triple <laughs> confirm? It is Saturday. It is it Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Y'all, oh, bugging. y'all bugging now. <laughs> I could have sworn it was Friday too. That's how. Yeah. That's that's how long we've been away from the power. We lost all sense of time. Yo, that, uh, yo, what the hell? <laughs> no, you know what look, probably is? We got to confuse with the with the Mazatlan game that passed. Yeah, that was. Yo, it's you know what, Chris? I'm I'm that. I'm checking on the on the FopMob uh, mm-hmm. FopMob app, and it shows me Friday. And then when I click on details, it shows me Saturday. I'm like, well, get <laughs> don't get don't get you use use Forza use Forza football guys. I'm not sponsored by Forza. Google. Forza I'm not sponsored by Google either. I always go Google. <laughs> <laughs> Google. But hey, if any of those two companies are listening, we are more than welcome to uh, to open up a conversation. Uh, For sure. Hey, that's perfect though. We play on a Tuesday, then on a Saturday. We don't have to really rush anything. Nah. No, no, but then but we do have another game on Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday against Santos, and then the Clásico on Saturday. It's a lot going on for America. Let's be honest. And don't, don't we have like a game at Nashville or somewhere thrown in there? It's that's after. It's it's Nashville. That's, and that's the week after. Yeah, that's the week after the the Clásico. But the Nashville and, game we could throw in the academy. Players. No, because it's two games. Remember, it's two games. It's Nashville, and then, and then it's then another Clásico. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. I forgot yeah. the one in Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah, no, there has to be rotation somewhere in both that, of those four league games. Players, players just, are going to get like some minutes or the bench. No, honestly. just send just send the under eighteen to Atlanta. They can but this, take care it's of perfect that. though. If, if, then this is when we have to push for Ligia and we have to push for the number one, like you guys said. You know, exactly. you get that rest, and it's like a very much needed. And you guys know that back then, I would say I wanted to get Repechaje instead of getting that that uh, yeah. break but with this with all the games we went through and everything i think the, the break, break is much needed <laughs> yeah, the break is needed much. yeah nah i mean Araujo didn't play because of uh too many too many games under his belt right is that that was that his injury or his uh yeah it was it was i think it was something muscular i think yeah it was it was a muscular it was a muscular injury if I remember correctly mm-hmm. so it's best to get that extra uh to get that break yeah. you know Bro, we, yeah. we've been saying Friday for for the whole podcast, and people are gonna be like, "These guys don't know anything." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we apologize on that. that no, I like, blame was, AJ for not telling us earlier. He did, so he did. I said he said, Saturday, and I completely and ignored. It. I was like, oh, it. "This just went past me." I was like, "No, nah, he doesn't know what he's talking about." <laughs> AJ, look at AJ. Look at this noob, and now it's over here. Us who are <laughs> who's in the wrong. 
Oh. Uh, but no, it's good. It's good. The, look, Saturday game, everything. Um, look, America, it needs three points regardless at home. The Aguas Calientes one is going to be the, the, the tricky one. We'll probably come back later on in the week and, and talk about that one. Yeah. Um, and and we'll go from there. But uh, gentlemen, I think this should pretty much wrap it up here for us. Um, anything else you guys want to add on before we kind of wrap it up? I think, you know, the fact that we're playing at home against San Luis is probably a good thing because I think if we were to go go to San Luis, it would have been a very, very hard game. I think yeah. playing at home is it's 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 a doable game. It's a, it's not going to be a headache, in my opinion. No, no, definitely. And um. Well, let's just hope the, the team can respond to that and go go on from there. Like I said, t- the toughest match is going to be the one that I was calling this. Out of this whole month, mm-hmm. I think that the toughest match is going to be the one that Nick Aksagi. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. But um, all right, gentlemen. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys for uh, making the comeback. And now let's uh, hopefully we can get deliver and, and give these listeners uh, exactly what they deserve. And that is the best America coverage in English. So again, thank you so much, Christian. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you so much, AJ. Um, I'll leave you guys with any last words that you guys want to say, and then we'll wrap it up here. Happy to be back, man. All right. Facts. Also Facts. watch America versus America Netflix documentary. Not sponsored by Netflix, but please go watch that when you get off. Yeah, go watch it. Um, we're probably going to do kind of like a, a breakdown here on the podcast. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. I got a lot of things to say, and I'm curious to see what these, uh, what these gentlemen have to say in regards to uh, not only the history of America, but some of the things that maybe not a lot of us knew about. So hopefully you guys can, uh, can watch it, tune in with us, and hopefully it'll be a great discussion. But with that said, all right, you guys have a wonderful time. Please be safe. We'll be back. Uh, in a bit to talk to you guys about the upcoming game for America. Until then, take care. And as always, Arriba America. Goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.